Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for, oh, about 13 minutes. But you know, even that short period of time helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, It also helps us to stay focused on our relationship with God, focused on our souls, on our salvation. It also helps us to have a better, more spiritually focused mindset to be able to deal with life every day. And boy, life throws at us a whole lot of stuff, doesn't it? Well, you know people in your life, probably some within your own family, who need to change their focus in life. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God about their souls, about eternity, because it's coming. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But share with your family members, your friends, work associates, neighbors, literally with everybody you can. What a great blessing to help somebody ultimately get to heaven by getting them into God's word by sharing these short studies with them. But you know that will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We'll get back into our study. We're asking the question, how can I come to the Lord? Well, we're asking that question in response to the great invitation that our Lord gives to us and to every human being in every generation all around the world. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, are you carrying some burden in life? Something weighing on your conscience, on your mind? Jesus can give you rest by helping you to come to the point where you can focus on the most important thing, and that is eternal life with him in heaven on your soul's salvation, on your security in him. Jesus calls you and me and everybody to come to him for that spiritual rest, eternal rest. Now, the question ultimately comes down, once we understand that he has extended that invitation to us, and that is the most pressing need for every single person alive in this world today and in every generation to accept that invitation from our Lord to come to him, to come to him for rest for our souls. How can I come to the Lord? That's our question. How can I come to the Lord? Well, first we saw that I must come to the Lord in the way that God has laid out in his plan for my salvation. First, I must come to him in absolute faith, believing with all my heart that he is God's Son and my Lord and Savior. Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. John wrote, In 1 John 5 and verse 13, I write these things to those who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may believe, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe on the name of the Son of God. Faith in our Lord and Savior is absolutely 
required. Some people want to be okay in life without having to really make any commitment whatsoever. But we noted that Jesus said not only in John 3 and verse 16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But in verse 36 of that same chapter we read, he who believes in the son has everlasting life and he who does not obey the son shall not see life but the wrath of God abides on him. And so we came to understand that True saving faith is obedient faith. And if you remove the obedience from that faith, it is no longer saving faith. We must believe in Jesus with all of our hearts to the point that we will obey his teachings. Second, I must come to him in humble recognition that I am lost in sin and need forgiveness and salvation through him. In other words, I need to come to my Lord recognizing that I am a sinner and making up my mind that I'm ready to repent of my sins because I know I need forgiveness. Now, for some people to humble themselves to the point where they identify themselves as truly being sinners in need of forgiveness, that's difficult for them. They have a great deal of pride arrogance, we might even say. Ego might be involved. And they have a hard time admitting, yeah, I'm a sinner. I'm lost in sin. I need forgiveness. And humbling themselves to come before their Savior. Humbly, humble surrender to him. Please, please, I need forgiveness. I need salvation. I want an eternal home with you in heaven. Repentance is a command from God. As we looked in Acts chapter 17 and verse 30, Paul told a great deal of people who were probably the, some of the intel, great intellectuals of their day, the thinkers of their day. They'd gather together in Athens at a certain place and called the Areopagus, and they would talk about all kinds of new things that they've heard about. They'd kind of hash it out between them and around and, 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 and you know, just talk about it back and forth. Paul said, truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Why? Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. So Paul says, when he rose, when he raised Jesus from the dead, from that tomb, one message of that resurrection is that he's going to come again to judge mankind based upon our lives, to call the redeemed and the saved home to heaven, to condemn the sinner who has not repented and come to him, commanded that all men repent. Something we need to understand. Now, this also becomes a problem for some people, not in the fact that they don't want to admit and humbly admit that they're sinners lost in their sin and need forgiveness, 
But it becomes a problem for some people because they don't want to give up their sin. They don't want to give it up. Whatever it is that's really got a hold on them, they don't want to give that up. And so they have to come to that point where they say, okay, yeah, I surrender all. I, I need to turn away from my sin. It's kind of like an alcoholic or drug addict who a lot of times they may recognize their addiction, but they don't want to give it up. They don't want to go through the process. They don't want to start to develop and exercise consistently the self-discipline that is essential for their giving up their lifestyle. Well, the sinner, any kind of sinner, anyone caught up in sin, and that's most people, needs to recognize and then humble themselves to the point where they say, I'm lost in this sin. I want to give it up. And I want to do whatever is necessary for me to give it up. The Apostle Paul wrote in Titus chapter 2, beginning with verse 11, By the grace, or For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. We cannot live righteously and godly and while we still live in sin at the same time, it doesn't work. He goes on and says in verse 13, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our God, a great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Well, I need to deny ungodliness in my life. That is, give it up. I need to turn away from the worldly lusts that have a hold on me. I need to live soberly. I need to commit to a righteous lifestyle and a godly lifestyle while I'm still alive in this world because I want to look for that blessed hope of eternal life with God in heaven with confidence. I want to... I want to be there with him for all of eternity. I must repent. I must make up my mind to live my life that demonstrates repentance. That is a lifestyle that shows I have turned away from all of that sin in which I used to be engulfed. Repentance is a prerequisite to my being forgiven. I cannot be forgiven without repenting first. Some people, they might want to go through some steps and say, okay, and then later on, when it's more convenient uh, and I have a better time, then I'll repent. Uh -uh, No, repentance comes before forgiveness and obviously then before salvation. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, when the Jews gathered on Pentecost, listened to Peter and the rest of the apostles teaching the gospel of Christ, ultimately, In verse 37 of Acts chapter 2, they asked the question, what shall we do? Peter responded and said the very first word in his response, repent, repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Without the repentance, the forgiveness of sins doesn't come. And parallel to that is in Acts chapter 3 and verse 19. God, through Peter and John, healed a man who had been lame from birth. 
he not only walked, he jumped. He, you can imagine how excited he must have been. People noticed. They started gathering around. A crowd started forming. Well, Peter and John took that as the opportunity to preach the gospel again. And they did that. And in verse 19 of Acts chapter 3, they said, Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. You see again, sins being forgiven, blotted out, remembered no more by God, that can only come after we repent of those sins. And what does repentance mean? A change of mind that leads to a change in behavior. Turning away from sin, consciously and actively. How can I come to the Lord? I must come to him in absolute faith, believing with all my heart that he is God's Son and my Lord and Savior. And I must come to him in humble recognition and admitting that I am lost in sin and that I need forgiveness and salvation through him. I must be ready to repent. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to humble our hearts to come to you your way in faithful obedience, believing in Jesus as our Lord and Savior with all our heart and believing enough to repent of our sins. Help us, Father. Help people everywhere. We pray. Please forgive us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.